uh, remix drop. What up, what up, Medicine Remix, it's your boy A Truck Gordon, UFC Ultimate Fighter Tim. Yeah, let me tell you something, your station is bananas, fine to, to try to be like you, man. Keep doing what you do, I love it, much love. It's good, Medicine Remix. A great station because you guys just cover the full gamut of the human persona, the human plight. You guys send out prescriptions of life. What I love about you guys, though, Medicine Remix, is the fact that you guys will take a hip-hop quote, put it into a prescription formula because people need to know how to live. Artwork in the form of rap, hip-hop, sort of like now we're fighting. And I'm telling you, these could be your side effects. If you don't check yourself, it's true. You will recognize <laughs> Recently, over the past few days, gotten very into Medicine Remix. Very quickly rising to... Kind of late to the game there. I know. I, I don't know what it was, but I'm super into it. It's one of those things that as soon as I put it on, I can't not listen to the whole thing. Yeah. So, big fan. Huge fan of Medicine Remix. I think what you're doing over there is fantastic. Oh, thank you. I just love the whole thing. Between the hip-hop, which you know I'm a fan of, but the fact that it's mixed with motivation, with comedy, with medicine, and the whole thing just feels like art. You guys are doing amazingly, and you do some of the best stuff out there. No, you know what? The best stuff out there, frankly. There's no one else really doing what you guys are doing in general on the internet. That's the remix, fam. Remix. Next big thing, get on it now. Appreciate that, brother. Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know I'm hanging out with someone from Apple and they said that they listened to your station and loved it. Just wanted to give you that feedback. I must say, I am quite fond of your station medicine remix. Darling listeners out there would be wise to tune in. Take that information, make the most of today. Thank you for listening. You're listening to Medicine Remix. Bye. Support for today's Medicine Remix show comes from Humbalegra, 24-hour non-drowsy humility tablets, the hardcore check-your-ego over-the-counter drug. Humbalegra can clear up that gassed-up sensation which can commonly lead to people sounding like arrogant assholes that forgot where they came from. You know, for those moments when you act like you're the shit or that your shit don't stink but need a gentle reminder that in fact, you ain't shit at all because you can lose it all in an instant. Humbalegra, check your damn self before you wreck your damn self. Now, let's get back to the humbling journey of Medicine Remixed, only on Anchor. We do therapy, we get one day a week, Wednesdays, where we get one hour therapy sessions with people. But I don't know how to do therapy, you know? I'm just in there fucking chatting with people. Like, I don't know all these theories and shit. I don't fucking know any of it. I don't know, and the fucked up part is, the other side of my wall is like a licensed therapist. So I'm like, they're probably listening to what I'm saying and being like, what the fuck is this guy telling them? Like, I don't know, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm learning, I'm certainly learning, but I'm watching like fucking Goodwill hunting and shit, what the <laughs> fuck's going on? But I think it's interesting because it, it all boils down to like life philosophy. There's this guy, he's like 60 years old, his wife died in like a terrible car accident, just kind of random. Four months later, he has a stroke and can't really use the left side of his body. He comes in with his sisters who are like, what can we do for him? He used to be like the class clown, he was always joking, now he just 
sits there and watches TV. And I was like, well, what do you like to watch? And he's like, I don't even like to watch TV. I just do it because there's nothing else to do. Can't really move around. He's like super depressed. And you ask him how he's doing and it's fine. And I'm like, ah, oh, maybe that's the stroke, you know? And then I said something. I'm talking to the sisters because they're in the room and they're like, he always says he's fine. And I said to the sisters, I'm going to ask him how he's doing right now. What is he going to say? And uh, he starts laughing because like, he knows he's going to say he's fine. He like, he kind of gives a chuckle. And I'm like, see, that guy, he's in there. Yeah. Like he's in there. And so I said to him, I said, hey, man, uh, I think you need therapy and you're a man. So your response is going to be therapy's not for you. So I'm not going to tell you you need therapy, but you need therapy. And uh, I'd like you to come see me. The good news is, is that it's free because I'm in training and they won't charge you. So the price is right. But I said, here's what I'm going to tell you. I don't know what I'm doing. So I want you to just come in and hang out with me. And he was like, I mean, I don't need therapy. I said, no, no, no. We're not going to do therapy. I don't know how to do therapy. I just want you to come hang out. And he was like, okay. So the next week, last week was the first week he came in. And we just, we don't have anything in common. We just hung out. And but part of me felt obligated to like do therapy to kind of help him through this like major depression and this this mourning that he still hasn't really done and the one lady that he ever knew was his wife and started talking to him and do you remember that guy who used to do the palliative care quill quill i worked with him a little bit when i was on neurology because he would come around a lot because of the stroke patients and uh we walked into a room once and this fucking guy starts yelling at him and he's like another fucking doctor uh you know i'm fucking done talking to you guys because they had messed something up like a, a dosage that was missed or something and the son was all pissed off because the mom was like you know in pain and shit and uh fucking quill sits down and he goes i'm not everybody else and he's talking to the sun and this is the sun's pissed off i'm not gonna let you yell at me and i hope that you don't let people yell at you and the guy was just kind of like caught off guard and then he sat down and quill said tell me about your mom that little this was fucking six years ago seven years ago maybe longer and that shit i mean obviously i remember it but i never thought about it and i'm sitting here with this patient and i don't have anything to say to i don't fucking know what i'm doing and I just said, tell me about your wife. And the fucking dude lit up for as much as a guy with a fucking major stroke can light up. And he didn't start talking. He just kind of sat up and was like, what do you mean? And I said, where'd you guys meet? And he said, we met at church. And I said, when did you meet? And he said, we were 15. And we had this fucking exchange. The whole therapy session went for like 15 minutes. It wasn't even long. And they lived like an hour away. But I was out of shit to talk about. Like, I, I after we talked about his wife, we were kind of done. And if somebody wants to do therapy every week, they can do it. Generally, we go every month. And this was a guy who didn't want to come to therapy at all. And now I'm only there for 15 minutes. So in my mind, I'm like, they fucking drove an hour. And I fucking sat here for 15 minutes. So after we were done, we were just like dead air, man. And I was like, well, you know, I don't want to beat you over the head and, you know, talk to you about things you don't want to talk about. So, you know, you're welcome to come back. And I told him what I told you. You can come, you know, every month or whatever. And uh, he's like, okay. And he got his walker. And we, I walked him back down the hall and, and took him to his sister and i went to the back room the scheduling room because they were at the front window and uh the sister says we want to make a follow-up appointment for next month and the guy goes no no, no i want to come next week that's awesome and I, I like it was such a weird like it was validating but it was almost discrediting because i was like none of that was in training there's no fucking training in that but i don't know there was man there's a lot to be said about just fucking listening to somebody
there's a lot to be said about just letting them tell their story, you know? Right. Like, genuinely and authentically. Right. Like, without some kind of an agenda. That's a good point, but the critic in me feels like, I, I have an agenda, right? Sort of, I think. I The whole premise for that meeting right. is right. driven by an agenda, yes. Right. And not only that, it almost felt, like, disingenuous because, like, I drew from an experience that I picked up technically in my training, right? I was in that room, and I don't know Quill from, like, a hole in the wall. It seemed like a nice guy but i'm sure he, that's a technique that he uses right yeah. driving home i was thinking like well, it shouldn't matter to me oh i learned everything i know i've learned every word i know i've learned from somebody so you know it isn't like it wasn't my own organic thought but i felt like we hit on something so primal and something so visceral in this guy that i felt like i was manipulating him. you know what i mean i felt like i was using a tactic that i was applying to a guy who thought we were just two guys sitting in a having a conversation and and i mean it felt weird but at the same time i thought like they drove an hour for 15 minutes but the guy wants to come back next week i shouldn't right shouldn't there. overthink it you know like i, I but what am i going to talk to him about fucking this week like i don't i literally came home and i was like fuck i gotta have something for him like i gotta take like crossword puzzles or something like exercise bands and shit because he doesn't do physical therapy i was like i gotta give him something because if he just shows up and i have 10 minutes to talk to him about shit this time like uh, is that of any use to him i don't know but i don't know how much actual talking that you did yeah. versus what he did it sounded like maybe he did more of the talking am i correct in saying that or he doesn't talk much like i asked him like where'd you guys meet and then he'd say at church and that was it so you had to keep feeding him uh, yeah. you know you just asked the open-ended question and yeah you had to work you had yeah to work yeah it wasn't at all like of the 15 minute encounter like 10 minutes was of him talking nope yeah. it was i say of the 15 it was probably four minutes total end to end of him actually talking but this is a guy who in a 30 minute encounter when i first met him said maybe five words right so you know maybe it's my job to like just be patient i don't know i, I but you i'd see glimpses of him but here's the thing i know he's gonna go back to a home where he's just gonna sit on a couch and be depressed yeah but i don't know maybe that's all like if this guy would have told me hey my plan is to go home and shoot myself in the head i mean really what's there to live for i'll be honest with you i'd have a hard time arguing with him about that philosophically i wouldn't want him to logically what the fuck does he have to live for you know and it bothered me because i mean i want to believe that he has something to live for i do but i don't know if that's true and and maybe that's fucked up of me, but part of me was like, well, maybe he can go to like a veterans clinic and just hang out and play cards and be the company for somebody else. But what if he doesn't want that? What if he fucking doesn't want that? The guy knew one woman his whole life. He married her. He worked, had a job, and now he can't work. And then now he just sits at home and he's got no desire to do anything. You know, I try to talk to him like, what did he like to do with his wife? And he's like, we just went to church and we hung out. He sounded very fulfilled with that life that he no longer has. Right. It was a weird sort of like... It almost felt like his course was done, you know, and that, it fucked with me because I don't, I don't know, maybe it fucked with me because uh, I'm, what if I get there someday? 